Dark Souls director Hidetaka Miyazaki has announced this next game will be a more real-life interactive experience. Apparently, the next game will consist of him coming to your house and personally rubbing glass into your eyes. In more fake news, this is Nuclear Hand Grenade. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, welcome to Nuclear Grenade Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Land, and with me is Alexander Hayho, a.k.a. Havoc Gaming. How you doing? Hey-ho. It's me. Doing well. How's your day going? It's going all right. Waking up pretty good. Nice. Um, Let's just jump right into it as always. And uh, you want to tell us about any games you've been playing? Uh, Yeah, well, so for the Epic Games this week, we got two of them. Uh, The first one is called Defense Grid, The Awakening. and um, The Awakening. Yeah, that's how you know it's extreme. Yeah, dude. Mountain um, Dew. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, or if you've ever played um, a tower defense game, you'll know what this is. It's it's kind of the classic setup, really. So it's very familiar if you're experienced with tower defense games. It's got really good reviews, um, overwhelmingly positive, uh, oh, wow. 3,500 reviews. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's got. Um, 15 different enemy types uh, get progressively more difficult as you progress through the levels. Uh, the base game uh, has 20 levels to begin with. And what's neat about the levels in uh, in this game, Defense Grid The Awakening, is that there's actually verticality to the maps. So hmm. that, take, that um, affects the towers, uh, line of sight, how far things can shoot, stuff like that. So that's kind of an interesting take that this game is... Uh, has over other turret defense games. Um, there's ten different. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, what kind of like upgrades do they got um, for the towers themselves? Is it do they branch out? Like, did you ever play Kingdom Rush? Yes. Yeah, so that's the one I'm most familiar with. And like, I liked like with Kingdom Rush how you'd get like level up like three times, and then you'd have a split, and each tower would have multiple different things you could do with it. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. There's actually uh, 10 different tower types, and each one of them has three different levels. Uh, okay. Yeah, and you know you, you can buy different towers, and it costs mm-hmm. money to upgrade them. And depending different on strengths. How, exactly. And depending on how well uh, you do, you'll earn more money, and you can buy more upgrades and stuff like that. You know, uh, different turrets have different specialties. Like some turrets are like support turrets. Others are like artillery uh some are flamethrowers. Yeah. Uh, so, again, it's very typical for a tower defense game. But I guess this one just does it really well because uh, yeah. there's just so many good reviews on it. Um, it came out December 8th, 2008, so it's been out for a while. Uh, developer is the same as the publisher, and that's Hidden Path Entertainment. Um, if you don't get it for free now, uh, you can get it for $10 on Steam for just the base game. But there's seven DLC for it as well. And I think that's... DLC! Yeah, downloadable content. And I think that's $20 uh, for all of that. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. It's kind of cool, too, to take a tower defense, which I just associate with mobile gaming. Um, It's probably probably one of the few bastions of mobile gaming that... um, 
wasn't destroyed by like the monetization because even the later kingdom rush games have you can buy different characters and stuff like that but um it never ruined the core experience and you could beat everything without ever paying more than the base game itself um so to see something where it's like this is a full steam game you know even though it's pretty old uh to imagine the possibilities there uh, that you could do with like being able to utilize um better hardware uh, yeah. in a full screen Definitely. Whenever I hear turret defense, I think of two things. I think of mobile gaming, and I think of the StarCraft mod. Uh, That's actually how I first got into turret defense games, was uh, the StarCraft mods people would make. And those were actually really fun, uh, turret defense games. Um, But anyway, Defense Grid The Awakening, uh, that's out for PC, Xbox 360, and Mac. so if you're interested in that, uh, pick it up on Epic before this next Thursday so you can get it for free. Um, anything else on that one, Justin? No, I was just thinking, though, like, uh, it's strange they never ported it to mobile because now, like, you think of a computer from 2008 and probably most mobile phones can run those games. Um, so it is kind of strange. Maybe it's just, like, the UI improvements stuff wouldn't have worked, but... I could I be wrong. Like that was like untapped money. I pulled that information from Wikipedia. Uh, so, okay. and usually they're right, but I mean, yeah. it, it does make sense that they would port it to mobile. I, I you know, mm. I don't know why they wouldn't. Maybe it's too. Maybe they had already moved on, and or it's too demanding. You know, yeah. Maybe it's too hardcore of a power defense game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just think of how powerful like your modern uh, Android or. Uh, iPhone is compared to like a 2008 computer. Oh, that's true. Especially considering it was probably made to run on like a 2004 computer in 2008. Um, Alrighty, so uh, Gabe's I've been playing mostly the same stuff as last week. Uh, I'm continuing to play Legends of Eidolon. Fucking love that game. Uh, Played on my phone and on Steam. And I don't know. What's cool about it is I'm finding new secrets like all the time. Um, And still new enough that stuff's coming out fast enough where it's like uh, just try to keep up with everything and find all the new cool stuff. And the developer, it's like Lava 2 or something. Uh, One guy, he uh, very interactive with the audience and the Wikipedia. He works with them pretty well where it's like like we're doing a treasure hunt thing. You have to watch the YouTube video to figure out the clues. And I just found the guy on accident, like, cause he's like hidden beneath like one of the, um, like what looks like the ground, but it's actually a little secret area with the guy that gives you it. And then you follow the clues on YouTube. And so there's like, I don't know. He does like a lot of cool stuff. Um, and it's just like a really fun game. And I really like the aspect of getting like eight different characters, all like adding up to your, um, overall account and like unlocking stuff like that and each one having kind of different specialties uh, and you know like they all have like a lot of um, abilities that you can put your points into in the skill trees and stuff so uh, there's just a lot of ways to take characters the skilling's kind of fun uh, the combat when you're actually playing active and killing bosses I mean, it can be kind of difficult to click on stuff, but overall, it's uh, pretty enjoyable. Uh, and yeah, I just like you know, keep playing it, keep enjoying it. Um, uh, you, I barely been, put. 
you've been playing that one for a while, so it's yeah, gotta be couple good. Months. Couple yeah. months, and I don't know, it's just a really fun, very simple MMO. Um, and if you like seeing numbers go up, man, there's a lot of different levels of uh, um, system stacks that uh, really boosts everything up, because there's just like 50 different systems, like there's statues that upgrade you and then you can upgrade the statue thing to where any statue you feed it improves all your characters and then you have the merit system with unlocks and little achievements that then there's the obols and you equip obols certain characters but you also have family obols then you have like the family <laughs> heritage tree where the more different characters you make the higher level they go the more family bonuses you get then you have alchemy and the four or five different things within alchemy that can increase all, all these stats um and i don't know it's just really cool uh, there's a lot to it a lot going on with it there's a lot of into the crafting um the whole they just like world three just came out a couple weeks ago uh, maybe like a month ago uh and you know uh, that's like three new skills now added to the game and multiple classes and there's secret classes that you can unlock uh, so i don't know it's uh there's a lot to it. It seems so simple, uh, it, and it, and in many ways, it's simple and yet very complex. Um, like you can enjoy it, and if you're like a slow, like if you learn it slower, like me, you know, like I, I uh, some of the stuff I didn't find till like weeks later, like the quick sell button and stuff like that. Um, because I'll say some of the downsides are like the UI in places uh, is not great for a phone, but it's also not intuitive, even on Steam. Um, just like there's like little arrows and you're like oh i didn't even know i could flip the page on this like and there's all this other stuff that i just found but this could have helped me earlier if i'd known about it um so there's like some issues like that but it also kind of adds to the fun of like figuring it out like oh shit i can't believe i didn't know that or um even going on the reddit and someone would be like doing something and then you were like holy shit like i didn't know that button existed you know um <laughs> and the community is cool like it's pretty fun like i don't really do the chat in the game especially on the, uh my phone where it's kind of like uh annoying um but yeah everyone seems to be cool in the game um and the community like i don't know it's just really cool i recommend it it's free uh that is free i was just looking at that yeah like i've spent uh probably 20 bucks i bought like two of the little deals things because you know i like the game i'm gonna support the guy uh but i earn you earn a lot of gems for free and some of the like little unlocks in the store um you get the money to or the gems to pay for that playing free pretty easily like the important ones and a lot of the stuff is fluff like uh i haven't gotten any like too much of any of that extra stuff yeah, whenever you talk about a game like that, um, it definitely draws my attention because I know that you play a wide variety of games in fairly rapid succession. Yeah. And, you know, so when you get dedicated to a game, for me, it's like, okay, well, there's something special about yeah. it. For sure. Yeah, and I think it's because it's so simple. Like, if I'm at work, I can pick it up and play it for five minutes real quick and catch up on all the stuff or... I can act actively play it as well and um, get certain things done and quests done, stuff like that. So it's a perfect blend of uh, 
you know, active playing when I want to, but also not feeling like if I don't play it for a week, but I'm checking in every couple of days. Actually, you don't even really have to check in because you'll get most of the games even after like five days. So it has this like non-commitment to it um, that I think it just really works. It's probably the best uh, mobile online thing I've seen to date. Um, yeah. And plus, if you like numbers going up, which I do, so it's very satisfying that way. <laughs> it, but it's all hidden. You know, you don't realize that numbers are going up, but they are. You should get into the stock market. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care about money. I only care about video game money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I put value uh, in. <laughs> uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, okay, well, uh, there's another free epic game this week. Whoa, and this whoa. one is... <laughs> wow and this one is called <laughs> i don't i'm actually not quite sure how to pronounce it uh but i think it's pronounced verdun yeah verdun verdun yeah verdun yeah. or uh, probably either way uh, but it's that uh french battle like on the german french border in world war one where people were like getting stuck in the mud like literally people were drowning in mud feet away from their comrades who couldn't pull them out otherwise they'd get shelled um Horrible, like one of the most horrible battles by all counts. Mm. World War One, yeah. That's crazy. Like, it's hard to even like think that that was a real thing that happened. Yeah. I feel like I would have <laughs> not been enjoying that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's a uh, tactical squad-based game that's set in World War One, and they tried to make it as realistic as possible with the graphics and the gameplay. And everything um you can get up to 64 players in a match uh 32 on one team and 32 on the other uh there's three different game modes uh one of them is called front lines and in front lines the goal is to capture the enemy's hq sector or win more points than the enemy team Kill. and yeah and uh points are gained by capturing sectors um other than the HQ, there's also um, trenches uh, that count as sectors as well. So if you take those over, you get points for that as well. Um, the second game mode is called Squad Defense, and this is the one that I think I would have the most fun with. Um, it's a cooperative game mode where players fight off endless waves of bots. And this is actually the only mode that you can play offline. Mm. And the third uh, game mode is called Rifle Deathmatch, and that's just a free-for-all. Yeah. Cool. Um, this yeah. game, this so game came it, out like a couple years ago, and it made a big splash uh, for a couple months. Um, had a good moment in the sun. Um, I don't, I haven't looked at any of the statistics on it or nothing, but uh, I'm sure it's still do. It has like some sort of player base because it was kind of popular. Though I don't hear about it anymore. There's, it, it comes in waves. Mm -hmm. uh, there's months where it's hard to get uh, actual game set up because there's not enough people playing mm -hmm. it and then there's other months where there's plenty of people playing it and uh it, i think it is on an uptrend i think more and more people are discovering it and I'm sure thanks help. to yeah. epic yeah now that's free on epic that's going to help out a ton um but you're right it did come out uh years ago it came out in 2015 um developer on that is m2h in cooperation with black mill games uh publisher is m2h um, you can get on Steam. If you don't pick it up on Epic for free uh, this week, it'll be on Steam for $20, or you could pay more 
Uh, they've got different bundles that you can get, you know, DLC and stuff like that. Mm. Um, as far as platforms go, it's on PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, and it kind of reminds me of like one of the older Call of Duty games. Yeah. Where yeah, I agree with that. It was, mm. You do? Yeah. I think, what was it? Maybe Call of Duty 4, I think is the one that reminds me oh, of you the know, most. I, I think but... it actually reminds me more of a battle, uh, Battlefield, the old Battlefield. Interesting. Wait. Oh, I can see yeah, that. I mean, I, because it's a big yeah, event. but you mean back when Call of Duty was uh, World War Two stuff? Yeah, and it was really stripped yeah. down. It was a really stripped down first-person shooter back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I agree with both. But I, what I remember, like, what Battlefield's big deal was back in the day, was like big multi, like sixty-four people battles, and there were huge people at planes and tanks, which I don't think this has, but. Um, it was kind of those big giant battles where uh, i mean i haven't played a call of duty in forever so i don't uh, even know what size those uh matches are anymore but i kind of like i don't think it's 64. yeah yeah <laughs> so that is cool i kind of like the chaos of uh big um games like that but yeah it does look like it's uh you know only about you know 700 uh, players this month um, but it's gotten as low as like 250 uh, peak players. So hopefully this gives it a little burst of life because it does look like a really fun game. Uh, another game, I guess I, I can talk uh, a little more about um, Digimon, which I've played. And uh, I'll say like one thing that's like really annoying, and this reminds me of like all TRPGs is just the fucking waste of my time. They have zero respect for uh, my fucking time. Like, why am I switching screens to another screen to go talk to a guy just to go back to the original screen? Just have the cutscene take place in the original spot. That person walks up. Why am I, and it's like three screens over, so I'm just loading pointlessly, like, and it's not like it's fairly quick loading because I'm obviously have a uh, SSD, but it's not super quick. Um, and so it's like, so I'm going over here for like two lines of dialogue, and then I gotta go fucking back. <laughs> and it's like, what the, what, what the fuck is going on, like, in your head as a, like, designer of a video game, where? Your thought process is, oh, we need to make them go to the cafe for two lines of dialogue. Instead of, even though he's a detective and they're in the agency, why not have the person walk in and be like, I have a case for you guys. Why the fuck mm -hmm. would you make me go two screens over for two lines of dialogue just to go back to the original screen to then go on mm -hmm. the mission? It, 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 it blows my mind. Like... It, 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 it's a, these are professional <laughs> game makers. There's apparently yeah. a design, a director, there's someone that's a creative director in control of this game, and they thought, that makes sense to me. And it's not like it happens once. It's not like a, it slipped through the fucking cracks. It's like, no, this is a poor <laughs> design philosophy of our game, <laughs> is to pointlessly fucking waste your time with three fucking two-second loading screens for a piece of fucking dialogue that could have been delivered any other way or probably didn't need to exist at all. <laughs> like, why? Like, it makes the game 
less fun, objectively. It makes it a worse mm. game. And there's no way that it's not actually more work for you to do it. Because now you're adding in these different scenes when you could have just had it in one fucking spot. So now you're doing more work to actively make the game worse for no fucking reason. Like, th this is crazy. I mean, fun game. <laughs> Other than that, fun game. That was a good epic rant, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's why it's why yeah. it's baffling. That's it. You know, I wonder if there's not like some kind of benefit that they get for uh, keeping people in their game for longer than other games keep players in their it's game. It's not really like with YouTube. They're not selling online coins and shit. I don't think like it's not got really like a much of an online. I think there's online battling, but I don't think it's that popular. It's mostly a single player RPG, and it's already got two games. In one, because there's a whole other path that I haven't even gotten to yet. Which you know, it's like you get you start. I just read like three words of the sentence now and then skip. It's like got it, got it. That's how I play. That's how I play all the time with stories. I just skip right through. Yeah. Them. Well, I don't know. I feel like an RPG, and it is kind of interesting, you know. So uh, even for some baby game shit. <laughs> oh, and another thing I'll say too, which I thought was odd. Was I was discussing how the story is very, like, seems aimed at kids, even though the game's kind of complicated. But then there's just straight up, like, weird sexual innuendo all of a sudden, like, halfway through the fucking game. And it's like, so, if we're gonna have this kind of, like, sexual innuendo, and it was a little more graphic, I'd say, than, like, 13, 14-year-old joke, where it's just kind of funny for laughs, but, like, maybe, like, a 17-year-old aim joke. Um, but then, again, the writing is too passive uh and unimaginative for like a 17 year old kid so there's a lot of like weird mismatching design choices in that i kind of i think i would like that because it would kind of keep it interesting like uh kind of take you aback yeah. like you know you weren't expecting yeah. it <laughs> well it's it, these are teenagers too so it's a little weird um yeah. it's them amongst each other but uh Still, I, I was just like, okay, Japanese people are fucking weird, dude. What a weird culture. <laughs> what, you don't like tentacles, man? Well, I love tentacles, but besides that... Ah! <laughs> ah! Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, all you played? I played more Seven Days to Die mm -hmm. uh, with my brother. Uh, so, <laughs> one thing that sucks is I'm here at my parents' condo, and they've got slow-ass internet, so I've got seven episodes I'm trying to upload to YouTube, and each episode takes two days to upload to YouTube. Uh, so I'm really struggling to do all the uploads that I need to do for the Havoc Gaming channel. And, um, just as a quick note, uh, my most recent video, uh, actually, uh, when you look for it, if you look for it, it won't be the most recent one. Um, but I'm asking for help trying to figure out a good intro for the Havoc Gaming channel and for the Nuclear Grenade podcast. I want to upgrade and update them uh, and give Havoc Gaming channel a little bit more of a professional look uh, with better intros. And I've got... Uh, yeah. yeah, You should have a bunch of titties. It's just like... <laughs> it's just like yeah, boobs. just swinging to <laughs> nuclear grenade. These are good. 
It's like a busty yeah. anime girl with a bra, and then she like disconnects it and opens yeah. it up, and you, there's a bunch of jiggling yeah. that happens. And there's grenades hanging. <laughs> Her nipples are actually yeah. grenades. Yeah, and then like at the very yeah. very end, in like small print with parentheses, it's like this is a video game podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just as a side yeah, note. Dude. <laughs> uh, we weren't misrepresenting that no. at all. Um, but yeah, I've got 38 videos uh, or 38 intros in that video, and I've got them all time stamped. So it's very easy. How uh, many? If you go in there. Uh, well, I went through hundreds of them, and I narrowed it down to 38. And then I narrowed it down further in the comments section to my top 10 favorite. I want to see what everybody thinks. Uh, so I, I'm, yeah, that's a lot of choices. Yeah. Um, Dude, but like, like, I don't want to keep changing candy. my intro. I'm going to be the kid in the candy aisle. Like paralyzed because I only have a dollar for one candy bar, but oh, what do I, I want? And then I'm looking at packages like this, eight point four ounces, oh. but this candy gives me ten point six ounces, you know. And it's like, but I like this other one a little better, so yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, when it comes to branding, you know, it's not like you want to keep changing your intros all the time. You want it to be the same yeah. like for a long time so people recognize I don't it. Know. I say keep so, it all titties, but change the titties. Uh, different tits every week. Yeah, dude. It's just like me in like a general's outfit. Are you tired of being a lame ass incel? Tired of having a small dick and no money? Well, listen to <laughs> Nuclear Grenade, maggot, and get all the busty babes in the universe. <laughs> nuclear Grenade. You know, like titties approved. You remember th- <laughs> that old MTV? Like how MTV would have those cartoons that were really yeah. vulgar back in the day. It would be like that in that yeah. cartoon style, yeah. like, like really disturbing yeah, looking, like weird, like Aeon Flux type shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly, Aeon Flux. That's what I was thinking. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> so stop being a bitch and get your dick sucked at Nuclear Grenade Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we just start shooting guns in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle flies in. Explosion, American flag, nuclear grenade. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> and, and that'll be us in our Navy uniform <laughs> saluting. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I still have that video of us during the uh, air show and we were dancing yeah. in the parking lot. Oh my god, like dude. And then an officer came over and yelled yeah. at us. From the verge of heat stroke. So anyways, uh, he's got intros. I guess look at those and pick one. Help. Help me pick one, please. Like an hour and a half uh, mess for you, so I'm sorry. It's a 15-minute video. It doesn't take long to go through. That's a long time, dude. People, people want shit in a minute, baby. People can help me with my channel. People... People like that. People like to be helpful. I don't think so. Not 15 minutes yeah. helpful. Uh, let's get into... <laughs> let's get into the news. Uh, uh, so, like, a couple things have been happening this week. Um, uh, first and foremost, the uh, New World MMO, Amazon's new MMO game came out. Well, not it's not out. It's on... Um, closed beta so if you buy the game then you get into the beta uh and it's going on till august 3rd 
Um, and so this came out. It looked like it had like I think I read somewhere it was like 190,000 people uh, playing it, um, which is huge. I've heard some good things about it. I plan on getting uh, uh, maybe buying it and getting in trying it um, for the end of the week. But I also might wait till the uh, it comes out at the end of August. Um, but like the interesting part was so. It, the game, like when you're in the title screen, um, because it's closed beta, it's not optimized. It was like unlimited uh, frame rate. The frame rate was uncapped in like title screens. So people with 3090s were fucking melting. Literally, like their cards were melting and uh, uh, breaking. Oh, to, shit. Yeah. It, uh, so, like, people were like, oh, uh, N- New World MMOs bricking are. Uh, cards and it's like it, yes there is like a five percent amount of blame you could put on the new world uh because it, it's crazy to have like uncapped uh title frames that just fucking heat people's cards up at one to and use them up to a hundred percent um but the main thing is that um the card manufacturers like the 3090 i guess has had a lot of heat issues in general and they're poorly designed um for the amount of power they're pumping out, there's not enough cooling going on. So it's mostly their fault. However, uh, EVGA, which is like one of the main cards that were having this problem, though I read it happened to a couple other manufacturers, uh, but EVGA was the largest culprit. Uh, and they have confirmed that they'll be replacing um, anyone's RTX 3090s uh, that were uh, killed by the uh, New World MMO. Oh no way! Yeah, that's Which, gonna be expensive. Be very expensive at two thousand dollars a card. Oh. But you can't accept two thousand dollars from someone for a product and then have this fucking happen to it and not replace it. Like this is your manufacturing flaw, um, and so it's your responsibility to, you know, fix it. Yeah, um, that that is true. Yeah, and I mean, I guess like. So the one thing I'll say is the percentage of people that can afford 3090s and wanted one and bought them and not only could afford them and wanted one, but also could find one because they've been sold out for a fucking year and people have been waiting in line and shit for these cards. Uh, so even if you, you have to have all these things line up and then also be an MMO player and also be interested in the new world. Uh, to then have this happen so i doubt that i mean there is a lot of reports but i mean you can get a lot of report like if i see like 10 reports i'm like oh that's a lot of reports but you know what what does this happen to a couple hundred people maybe a thousand maybe a couple thousand so you look at it that way and it's not like uh the most most expensive loss for the company especially considering how much they made off the cards and the profit margins they probably have on those so um, I'm sure it's not going to be a huge, huge hit, but good on them for doing this. And uh, it's kind of it's kind of funny uh, that this happened. Yeah, that's actually pretty crazy. This is the first time I've heard of New World. It uh, looks like it might be a pretty cool game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard good things. Like, I guess like the crafting uh, part of it is very important. Um, you have to do a lot of the gathering skills and, and crafting shit, uh, which I personally love because, like, I love the skills parts of games. 
typically i like chilling out and kind of doing that zen thing uh like fishing and runescape and shit so uh, i really like that i like that there's an emphasis on that um but yeah overall i've heard some good stuff yeah definitely not worth burning a two thousand dollar gpu for but uh It'll be interesting to see how that game progresses. I'm actually, it's the first time I've heard of it. I'm going to do more research. That looks like a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Um, people are hungry for new MMOs. Like, there's been a lot of MMOs that just came out. Like the, I'm forgetting the name. Uh, people know it, though. It's like kind of another one uh, that people, Ash is a creation. Uh, people have been waiting for that. So that's, uh, it came out or it's in like early access. Uh, I haven't looked into it too much, but I know people are pumped about that one. Um, so moving on I think last week we talked about Ubisoft and their sexual harassment case well this week we have Activision Blizzard lawsuit being sued by the state of California uh, for sexual harassment discrimination and frat boy culture excellent yes uh, so apparently, California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, it's a weird thing to combine, uh, has filed a lawsuit uh, against Activision Blizzard. So this is the state uh, doing this. Uh, and it's for constant sexual uh, harassment, including groping comments and advances due to frat boy workplace culture. Uh, the suit which comes after over two years of investigation. So this is not like a couple allegations this is not uh you know for people tweeting this is um uh the power of the state investigating something for two years and then filing a lawsuit um which i don't even know how that works like they sue them but it's like do the victims get compensated does it open i guess maybe it opens the door for victims to file civil suits uh but it is weird when the state's like, oh, you did bad things. We just take money from you now, um, which is probably the worst that will happen. I Hopefully people get fired for this um, and they get stricter guidelines. Uh, but uh, So it goes on. Um, the filing states that women were subject to numerous sexual comments and advances, groping and unwanted physical touching and other forms of uh, harassment, which... I don't know about like unwanted advances or ad- advances. Like I don't know why that's on there. Um, yeah, how do you define that? Well, I can that's... see like I think advances or harassment. If like I ask you uh, if you want to go on a date, um, and you say no, and then I ask again, I think then that I could see that being harassment. Um, but like one time, like if you like someone, how do you know they don't or they're not interested in you unless you ask? So. I yeah. think it's weird to kind of include that. Uh, um, you know, that's just the natural part of being a human being. Um, people are attracted to other people, and th- that's how people form relationships is by taking that chance. Um, yeah, and, and, and let me just let me just interject something here real quick. Please, I, I was uh, what well, I was twenty six years old before I had my first girlfriend because I was terrified of women yeah. uh, exactly because of shit like this, where it's like, if you go and you talk to a woman and she says that you're harassing her now, it's a sexual harassment thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like guys um, need to know that's okay. You know, just don't be pushy, you know, yeah. don't, don't be creepy. And you know, if they say no, just drop it. Exactly. No, just 
instantly there. Um, uh, you got your answer. Yeah, I think like a part of that too is like there was all that always that old uh, romantic trope in movies and stuff, where it's like the guy keeps persisting, and then they fell in love. Um, and I just that's not good. That's that is harassment. I mean, if someone tells you to stop, like it's not harassment till someone says stop or clearly indicates they don't have to say the word stop but clearly indicates uh, non-interest i think you can do that non-verbally um and it is a responsibility of a person to be able to pick s- some of those signs up um but yeah i mean just uh, if it, it's obvious it's a no or someone's not into you then move on um but up until that point i don't see how that's a problem um i've had you know women ask me out it never offends me even if i'm not interested in them um, but I've also like, you know, I've never had people really, I've never had women complain if I've uh, approached them and I've been turned down plenty of times. And you um, know what guys, like I'm 32 years old and I have never actually seen a guy grope a female in an unwanted way in my entire life. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I have, I, have you? Yeah, Just like I mean, so- ass smacking a lot of times, drunken parties really? and stuff. Yeah, but this is like, I mean, I, I never saw pe- I, I never saw the women get too bent out of shape about it. I guess maybe it was different culture. It doesn't make it right. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely seen a girl get her wow. ass smacked. And maybe I haven't been to those parties. types of parties. Well, um, or just bars and shit. You see fucking wild shit out there. Well, you know, and guys will jump to the female side really fast. You yeah. know, if there is a confrontation, if there mm-hmm. is a conflict where a woman is groped and she's like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and then shit starts going down. Well, that I guy's going to. Yeah, that's usually exactly how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you know, there are assholes out there, but Absolutely. I think it's bad to take an example like that and make it seem like all guys are gropers and all guys are sexual harassers, which sure. I think a lot of these stories attempt to do. Maybe. I don't see that here, though. Um, you know, I, I think it is weird. Like, they're just throwing in extra stuff, like uh, approaching someone. Like, that's a weird thing to include. But if you have a longer sentence with multiple things, then it paints more of the picture you're trying to paint as, like, uh, I guess, and maybe not prosecutor is the right term, but as the, uh, the person that's filing the suit. So you want it to make it seem as bad as possible so that you can win the suit. Uh However, some of these other things, I mean, are, uh, you know, like physical, like unwanted physical touching and groping is just crazy. Uh, sexual comments uh, towards women, especially if they're lewd and directed, is certainly an issue. And especially if it's like boss, um, uh, underling employee. Um, so uh, uh, derogatory comments about rape and otherwise engage in demeaning behavior. Uh, I, I, demeaning behavior is also a problem. Uh, not necessarily fitting in with the other allegations, but you know, the, you don't want bosses that belittle and picket uh, employees. Um, uh, a former chief technology officer is accused of groping inebriated female employees at company events and was known for making hiring decisions based on female applicants' looks. Multiple <sighs> examples are cited, including a story involving an employee suicide which the California department connects to the harassment. Um, 
apparently uh, apparently this girl like went on this activision um employee trip and a lot of the people like even like the higher ups and stuff were passing around pictures of like apparently of her pussy uh and making jokes and stuff and then um she uh she killed herself i guess uh shortly after that oh my god yeah that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so, and then the uh, uh, complaints against the human resources staff, um, in, like uh, especially President uh, J. Allen Brack uh, for being ineffective. Complaints were treated as perfunctory and dismissive manner and not kept confidential, which every single one of those words is a big fucking problem, especially like people have this idea that HR is there to protect employees. Um. Think about who pays that person. HR is not there for you. HR there is there to protect the company from lawsuits like this. Now, they failed on both accounts. Um, the reason they pro are protecting employees is so that they don't get sued for breaking the law and gross-ass shit like this. Um, so even if you do believe they're there to help you, I don't. They failed in that manner. And then even if you, like, like me, believe that it's just, you know, if you're a huge company— you hire these things to keep, uh, you know, uh, keep yourself from being exposed legally. They failed at that as well. Um, uh, not kept confidential too. It's just fucking gross. Uh, which resulted in staff who complained being subjected to retaliation, including but not limited to being deprived of work on projects, unwillingly transferred to different units, and selected for layoffs. Um, the claim suits that women of color at Activision were particularly vulnerable uh, targets of discrimination. An African-American employee who worked in information technology uh, was made by her manager to write a one-page summary of how she would spend time off she requested, which no one else was made to do, uh, the agency alleges. So that's also oh. fucked up. Like, I, mean, this, like, I don't know, man. People, how can you prove that that was a racist thing? I don't, well, who like I don't really care about that uh, because if you're the only one made to do it, it you I guess you can make that assumption. Um, but I don't care one way or the other. Like a boss should have zero right to ask yeah. you what you're going to be doing on time off that you request. You yeah. are allotted uh, a time off, and you should be allowed to take it um, at if giving a reasonable notice and it's none of their fucking business what you do. Uh, you know, if you want to go have a fucking three day gay orgy, fucking Coke party in the Caribbean, um, where you, you know, worship Satan or some shit, that should be your fucking prerogative. Um, agreed. And so like, it, it just seems like they were definitely bullying and picking on people. They thought were maybe meek and weak, uh, because I had this happen to a guy at my work where he was like, they weren't giving him any days off. He's working overtime. And it wasn't because of a, a race or whatever. It's because he always said yes. And he would complain about it. But he, he wanted to help out. And it was just like, dude, you're being too nice and you're being mm -hmm. taken advantage of. Um, so that is an equal possibility here. Uh, but, uh, you know, if they are alleged racism, then they should definitely look into that person and um, try to understand what exactly went wrong. Because uh, you can't stand for that shit, and especially when you connect it to all these other allegations, which are not race-based, but um, 
still, it's like if this is the kind of culture you have, then it, it's not too much of a stretch to maybe assume that. I, I do think it's important to remember that, you know, people are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. You know, and some things are hard to prove, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's the way it is, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so we're just going to have to wait and find out what happens from this. If, if the leadership is guilty, then they should get fucked, you know, mm -hmm. big time. Racism, that's like one of the worst things that you could be, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, sexual harassment, like, and sexual contact, that's one of the worst things you can do. Like, mm. once you start getting older, you know, you start looking at, uh, as a guy, like, when you're younger, you kind of look at women as sexual objects. You know, yeah, you watch absolutely. porn. But as you, you get older, you, yeah. exactly, as you get older, you start seeing them as, oh, uh, that's someone's sister, that's someone's daughter, that could be my daughter, you know, and they become less of sexual objects, you know, and, um, but, you know, women are people that can defend themselves, too. You know, it's Absolutely. not like, it's not like, oh, poor me, I'm a victim. Mm -hmm. It's like, if something really bad happened, they could go to the cops. You know, there's a chain of command. And, like, the first stop isn't, hey, I'm going to go to the state and have the state sue this company into oblivion. And that's, like, what I'm kind of confused about. Like, what happened to... Um, the well, I just explained it. HR department. Failed to do their fucking job. Well, and here's That's the thing what happened. With that. They went to HR, which is what you're supposed to do, and they fucking failed them and made it worse. And I, they, don't, I don't know if they went to the state. The state investigated for two years. Um, I'm sure they had some reports, but the state decided to do that. And if they're bringing a case now after two years, you have to assume they probably feel they have enough evidence. Um yeah, again, we'll, we'll see. I know if I worked at an HR department, I'd worry a lot more about getting sued than I would about getting fired. You know, yeah. like I would do my job. And I, I would hope that most people in HR would be like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it goes on a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, I guess it paints the picture. It's a, it's a bad culture there, and they're not doing their job of protecting their people. Um, and then so like with that comes comical performative uh uh justice i guess world of warcraft players are staging in-game protests against activision blizzard what i love about this is uh, so players are furious over allegations of rampant sexual harassment at blizzard you know what i want to do when i protest i want to <laughs> go into a game that is uh subscription based i want to pay to go into a game, to stand around, to let people know I'm angry. I want to pay the people I'm accusing of sexual harassment that I'm mad at. I'm going to pay them for the privilege to stand around and be mad at them while using their fucking product. Uh, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> if you actually want to protest this, you should be outside their fucking uh, business with signs, um, demanding or whatever. Uh, sending the message to the CEO who has to walk past you every day that you're fucking furious that, you know, that uh, I don't know how good, much good that stuff does either, but that I can understand. But when you're paying them to be in their fucking game, cause it's subscription based, uh, you're doing nothing. You're helping them. So, uh, I, th th this is crazy. Like, I, I, I don't understand this stuff anymore. I don't understand the world anymore. <laughs> I've lost the fucking plot, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> None of this makes any sense to me.
This is, uh, you know, as a queer indigenous individual, witnessing the mistreatment of people in industries which are conditioned against them has always been something I've been passionate about raising awareness for. That's why I'm paying them for the privilege to be yell at them. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think um, gamers are actually uh, not so subject, typically, in general, to that victim mentality. Um, and I don't know. Uh, it's just my intuition that says it. But I, victimhood has currency, and that's become more and more so in the recent years. And I don't think gamers fall for that shit as much as the general public. Um, well, I don't even know if the general public does. A lot of the, like studies and polls and stuff show that most people don't. Um, it's just that you know the people that do care about it uh, are really loud. Because it's something they yeah. give a shit about. So when some people care about something, they're going to be really loud, and especially if they're angry. I mean, every study in the world has shown the reason the media is the way it is, and uh, Facebook's algorithms and YouTube's algorithms are the way they are, is because people respond to anger. Um, mm -hmm. And so, th you know, those people are going to naturally be, you know, if you're angry about something, you're going to be naturally be louder. And I can't. How dare you write my name wrong on my coffin? You know, Greta you Thunberg these... over here. <laughs> yeah. And there's people that are angry about, um, you know, like you, you could be angry because you're not getting fucking laid enough. Your husband or wife doesn't fuck you anymore. Your relationship's falling apart. So anything you could pour that negative anger and frustration into, um, you know, is it, good. And and it's good for you. Like you want to do that. Uh, however, I do think a lot of times it's meaningless. Uh, it can be actually counterproductive. Um, you take away the spotlight of actual victims for yourself. Um, so these these are issues. But I think again, I think you go there and you show your face and you show. Um, you get real media to cover it because this is fucking embarrassing. Yeah, if it's true that yeah, there should be hell to pay. Yeah. Uh, cuz I know if my daughters were mistreated, if I had daughters, yeah, that it wouldn't be good. <laughs> well, I think another point too though is like I you, you say like you don't think gamers have the victim mentality, which may be true, uh, but they, gamers are victims a lot of the times. Um I know maybe it's just like a stereotype. There's a lot of like confident cool people that play video games but if you think about your stereotypical gamer guy or girl they're kind of shy introverted people who um, may not uh really know how to deal with interpersonal conflict at work and how to say no like i was saying uh, uh with my friend at work where you know they they feel like they have to say yes to these type of things um and it's just not true uh, and maybe people, maybe companies like this should have classes where here is how you stand up for yourself to your boss. Here are the things your boss is allowed and not allowed to tell you. And if you mm -hmm. do this, then you confront them about it or, you know, or actually have an HR department that does their fucking job. Um, so I do think that there's a lot of times those kind of shy people get bullied and taken advantage of, um, which is a natural human response. Like it's. You know, if a baby cries and the parent always comes, a lot of times a baby, like one of the first things a human being learns how to do is manipulate. So um, a baby will cry just to get attention. 
from its mother because it knows it's manipulating its mom. Like, I'll pretend I need something because I want to play and I want to see you. So um, it's natural for people to take advantage of things. It's not right. And you need to be mindful of that stuff. But it is uh, an impulsive uh, reaction to someone being like, you know, like uh, brings you a coffee every day. You're going to alert. You're going to start expecting it. Um, and so people really need to uh, d- define their boundaries, uh, as Oprah would say. Um, yeah. And, and it's a, it, it's a shame that like these type of uh, companies attract people that really love video games, which may be more at risk of being taken advantage of in a multitude of ways, whether it's these type of allegations or it's working insane hours during crunch for not much pay. Um, so it's unfortunate. Um, but you know, we're both guys and, you know, guys say vulgar things, you yeah. know, and most of the time it's not in front of women. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just the way guys are, you know, it's the way guys connect. Well, and have you ever it, heard women that not... they don't think they're being listened to? No, well, I haven't actually. They are way worse than we are, dude. I have actually in, yeah. in the shop. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it was actually really bad. <laughs> well, yeah, they are fucking raunchy, dude. Uh, so we're all like that. Uh, well, and then in the Navy, too, you got like a, some badass bitches. So oh, yeah, I'd be fucking all sorts of fucking. Uh... Actually, I was always being sexually harassed, but I loved it uh, by uh, um, the mama? Brazilian chick. Yeah, mama. And I loved it. It was like always fun. And it was never real. It was never, um, uh, I never once thought it was real. Uh, and she was my supervisor. And, you know, it was just fun. It was jokes. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a black uh, girl in our shop. And I, I nicknamed her Mama because uh, she took care of us all. And yeah. I walked into uh, the shop one day and uh, there was a, a, a AOs, ordinance guys. And uh, it was a group of uh, black guys. And they were talking to her. And she was all dressed up because she was going to go out that night. And mm. I guess they were her kind of harassing her like, oh, mm. you're going to go out to the club, you skanky hoe and stuff like that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had just walked in. And I go up to mama. <laughs> I'm like, you look awfully nice tonight, mama. And mama goes, and that's why I need a white boy. Because <laughs> 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 all the black dudes were giving her shit like, oh, you skank ass hoe. And I come in. And it's like, you look awfully nice tonight, mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I need a white boy. Yeah, you could. I don't know. Those kind of interactions were all fun and brought us all together. And color serious. didn't mean anything. Like nobody cared if you were black. Nobody cared if you were white or Filipino. You know, like I, you could say a racist joke as a white guy. Nobody cared because we all knew that you know there was respect there, and it was yeah. just a joke. You know, so well, well, you don't. The problem is you don't have that with everyday people. Like when you're in like the military. You're shoulder to shoulder with these people. You're sleeping in the same place. You're eating the same things from whether it's like uh, literally people from Africa, because like in the military, there's paths to citizenship. So we take other people um, from other countries or like a lot of Filipino guys, like people from all over the world, all over the country, all politic, political shapes. But you're eating, sleeping with these people. You're sweating. You're bleeding. You're crying, um, you're screaming in frustration with these people, laughing, making jokes. Um, the family bonds, like, obviously there is racism in the military and sexism, like, quite a bit of sexism. But, like, uh, the vast majority of people, like, in those situations, I mean, 
Or you're just too, you're too exposed. Yeah, it's family. You're too exposed and raw of a, a you know, of a person with them to like, really hold on to that type of shit. Um, so, like, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy to imagine working for a company like where that kind of shit's going on. Yeah, you know, I, I would have no problem suggesting to, you know, gamers who, you know, they grew up on video games and they, they've been in the basement their whole lives, never really had a job or anything like that. Think about joining the military, like the Navy or the Air Force or something, and get you out and uh, get some confidence. Yeah. 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 I disagree. Uh, I did not enjoy my time. I was good at my job, but I did not enjoy it. And Dude, I got we had left. a blast, man. Oh, there's plenty of times, but I was also... 25 to 30 so i was having a blast no matter what no i was 22 to 28 so yeah i was like the you know that's like the good years dude you're super young but you're old enough to fucking drink you got a little money um too much money for our own good yeah at the time i got no money for my own bad (laughs) Uh, money yeah uh, but yeah, there's there's good parts. Do what you want, but I also don't support the uh, government or the military machine um, anymore. So moving right along to actual video game talk, uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think. Let us know if you guys like it when we go off on tangents like that, or you know maybe uh, if you prefer that we stay on track with the video game stuff. Um, I don't really know. care. I'm not gonna do what comes naturally. Uh, I, suppose, I suppose. Let us know, but I'm not going to do it, you fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to know what our v- listeners and viewers think. Yeah. Well, it'll all come naturally. Not that it will change what we do, but... Um, so, moving on. Um, apparently, Pez is dead. Replaced by free-to-play football platform eFootball. Konami has abandoned Pro Evolution Soccer... Which was kind of the only competitor to FIFA, even though it wasn't much of a competitor. I don't know. For one, eFootball is a shitty name. It's (laughs) fucking... This isn't 2003. eFootball? What, did you fucking come from a time machine in the past? Like, this is why. eFootball is fucking stupid. Um, But besides that... We'll have to see how it goes. Free games means the monetization is probably going to be fucking bad. Uh, and I'll say it's kind of a shame, too, because there's a lot of things that Pez did that were better in many ways than FIFA. And a lot of times it was a better game. Um, and even though FIFA is this kind of all-dominant money machine, it it was always nice to have an alternative that was good in different ways, that had... A little bit of heart uh, to it, um, and a little more realistic in some of the controls and stuff, uh, which was very enjoyable for people. Um, so, I, hopefully, they don't lose some of the core parts of the game going with this online platform uh, um, style. Uh, hopefully, maybe the monetization's mostly um, expansions or. Uh, I I don't mind cosmetic items. Um, I say put in, cram in as much fucking cosmetics as you want. Um, but uh, the, there's one part of this article that kind of really made me sad. One thing I've never liked about sports games 
is how the players look like the graphics mm-hmm. it always makes me angry just <laughs> like how yeah it's just like god they look so fucking stupid i don't know what it is i just do not like how sports games how the the players look there is kind of a uncanny valley uh but the part of this article that i thought was sad um uh as he's interviewing um uh, one of the people, uh, like, I guess that just a, like a game store that sells him, but is a big fan of the Pez series. He told me with enormous sadness that for every copy of Pez they sold, there would be 50 FIFAs. And I was just like, oh. man, I can feel that. Yeah. I, and you're a FIFA player, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm Did mostly a consider... football manager player. Um, oh. I've played Pez. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mostly have been playing FIFA recently because they were doing like the storyline mode, um, which I found interesting because the storyline stuff is my favorite part of sports games. Like, like I play them like an RPG. Like I want to role play because when I was a kid, I was a huge sports fan. I had a cat named Griffey and A-Rod, um, mm. like two cats, like named after like the baseball players that were big in uh, Washington at the time. Everyone knows Griffey, though. He's the man. Um, so being able to, I never, oh, go ahead. I never knew that about you. You do not seem like a sports person to me. You never have. I kind of fell out of it in high school. I mean, I've always been a huge football fan. Um, always watch football, but I felt, I used to love all the sports back in the day and to kind of relive that childhood, uh, uh, dream of, you know, being, uh, thinking I'd grow to be six, five and could be a basketball player. And now I'm a shrimpy five, nine guy. <laughs> Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, it's fun to relive that. And so, um, it's nice to have the competition in those type of games, but I thought the FIFA one was a little better with the storyline recently, but now they've started to, um, stop upgrading that too. And it kind of sucks as all EA games do. Yeah. There's gotta be, there's gonna be a reckoning with EA someday. People are going to just stop playing their shitty games. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those are just really big franchises, but Rome did eventually fall, so I think that you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's mostly just a headline that made me laugh, but uh, uh, Steam Deck. Valve says it never really compared its handheld to Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, it looks exactly the same. Uh, holds like the the functionality is supposed to be exactly the same, but uh, no, it never even occurred to me. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I don't see any similarities. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Nintendo Blitch is totally different. Nintendo Switch never Blendo. <laughs> oh man, that is really funny. <laughs> like this is, I don't know. Like, why not just say, uh, like, why not say we saw uh, opportunity in parts of Nintendo's product that we enjoyed, but we thought we can improve on it and make it something of our own and drive uh, a whole new uh, genre of PC gaming into a mobile space. Boom. PR good, probably legally good, and you're not looking like fucking lying idiots. This is embarrassing as well. 
I don't know, man. They might know something that we don't. I Nintendo is not they're Nazis, yeah. dude, about copyright shit. They've always been Nazis about copyright shit. Nintendo is like the worst company when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're just trying to make sure to protect their well, I'm sh- intellectual property. I'm sure that the statement's <laughs> worded like that, but here's a better solution. Say nothing. If you yeah. feel like you have to lie, say nothing. <laughs> like, how hard is that? Yeah. Because one way you're just building, like, you're an idiot. Everyone that was working on that project knew you're working on a Switch-like competitor. Um, I mean, I think it is separated enough. I mean, it's not like it's any different than a fucking Vita as well. Um, or a fucking Game Gear. So... I, it's hard to imagine they could be straight sued uh, for baking something that dozens of other companies have made in the past. Uh, well, there's the dock that you can dock in and hook it up to Cell phones TV, have docks. Right? Um, oh. So, yeah, but I'm sure that you're right that it's some kind of legal thing they're playing, but like, I don't see why you have to even address any of that. Um, well, maybe, maybe now with that half-assed thing, they can now just say, hey, we've addressed that previously. We're not going to talk about it anymore. So maybe that was just kind of a thing like that. They can just now brush any confrontation off to the side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, we addressed it. <laughs> I'm sure their team of lawyers and PR uh, Satan worshipers are better at this than me. So maybe they're doing the right thing. But I, it, it just seems like just don't even address it at all. Just be like, oh, if anyone yeah. even brings it up, be like, oh, we just really try to focus on our own product line and making the absolute best product for our customers. Don't yeah, there do. you go. Something vague. Vague, but Something not Something vague and positive. Vague, but not a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just hate this type of fucking, Nintendo Switch, never even heard of it. There's a what? <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't even see the similarity at all. Like, shut the fuck up, yeah. dude. It's super obvious. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just hate having my intelligence insulted. Uh, that's it. Um, I guess finally, uh, what I got uh, another football thing. Uh, but Football Manager, a game I've talked about in the past. Uh, uh, one of my favorite um, sports simulations. Spreadsheet game um, that I love. Uh, football Manager begins a multi-year project to add women's football. There's no hiding that there's currently a glass ceiling for women's football. And we want to do what we can to help smash through it. Uh, this is cool. I mean, uh, add more game to the fucking game. That's awesome. Uh, and it's also good PR, I guess. Like, it's probably the whole point of this is to be like, look, uh, you know, we're helping out too. We're doing our part. Um, no one cares about women's sports, though. They don't. Uh, not at all. Yeah, women like, don't uh, care about the them. Wi- the, like the women's soccer team, like they're subsidized yeah. because they, they don't make enough of their own money. Like the players won't be able to support themselves. Basketball. The only time people... The basketball yeah, too? majorly. Yeah. yeah, the only time people watch them is like the, the finals. Mm-hmm. And even then, like barely anybody usually watches those, typically. Well, like in Washington, but, we have like one of the best teams uh, for women's basketball um and yeah i mean i never see anyone wearing jerseys talking about it nobody gives a shit the stadium's always empty um and it's it's just a bad product and this is what's frustrating about that whole debate is that i don't care if it's subsidized if you think in the long term like if you're looking at a 20-year growth cycle 
and you think this is the right investment, fucking do it. Uh, pay the money if you think it'll pay off. However, um, the product's not good. And people keep saying, oh, it's because they don't advertise enough. It's because they don't push it enough. Um, they mm. over push it. People, they're trying to jam it down your fucking throat. But the fact is the product is awful. And the product doesn't get better because you're ramming it down people's throats. Um, you they they need to make it a, a funner game. Um, it's it's just boring as fuck. Nobody likes it. You like if you I watched the top ten uh, video of like the best plays in WNBA, and it looked like a highlight reel of goofs of mistakes. Like it looked like. Mm. I don't know. It, it, it was awful. Um, but who cares in a so, video game? Because that's still not making this type of game any really different. Um, and if it gives you yeah. more fantasy and if it brings more women to the game, they sell more copies. You know, fuck yeah. I've never realized the difference of magnitude between female and male sports before until I watched the Winter Games, X Games. And it was the women first, and it was a snowboard pipe. Uh, and the women went out there. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, these women are good. Yeah. Like, there's no way guys could be better than this. Yeah. Women are super agile, and this is fucking awesome. But then the guys came out, and it's like, okay. <laughs> there's, this is a whole different yeah. thing. Like, and, and women are way better at men at a ton of stuff. Uh, but men have fast twitch mm -hmm. muscles. And bigger muscles and higher bone density, well, I, and they're just better at sports. Yeah, they, we, well, so. I'd say definitely better at sports generally. However, there are generally. sports where it's better, like it's funner to watch women. Um, like for some reason, tennis, and it's not just the short skirts. I don't think, but I think <laughs> it gets higher rating. I think it's people like watching it more. Maybe it, there's more nuance with the spin. Maybe the rivalries they've built up in the sport uh are better uh and more you know better clashes make for better storylines whatever it is that gets people involved um you know it can be very interesting ufc is a perfect example where the men's fights and the women's fights are so equally entertaining um and so like it doesn't matter that they're not like they're not necessarily as good as the men because a lot of the, the sport is really nuanced and learning when to strike and how to take advantage of your opponent and how to maneuver out of a grapple um, and, you know, uh, gain like a dominant position. And it's they're both bloody as fuck. They're both uh, trained equally as hard. So, you know, that sport is, you know, I, I, either way, if I'm watching, I'm having fun. Like, I don't prefer the men over the women at all. Like, I like a good fight. And so. Agreed. You know, there's some sports that are like that, uh, where yes. it's just it's more enjoyable to watch like women play. Um, I don't maybe soccer gets to that point. I have more faith in soccer than I do women's basketball because basketball is so much more about dunking on a motherfucker and elbowing them out of the way <laughs> and drop backs. And um, it's an ego driven game. And it's very like getting in there and pounding it for the excitement and um you know, fast break moves, uh, alley oops and shit. Um, that like, I, I don't see that the the female version, um, which is more based on strong basics, uh, will ever be as popular. Um, I don't think female football could ever be as popular. Soccer, I think, uh, 
Could be, uh, maybe not though, but I think it could be a really strong um, uh, sport, uh, female sport. But some of these things just aren't, and, and it's kind of ridiculous to talk about them. Yeah, well, there's two, there's two large examples, and they're kind of uh, mean to bring up. But the Olympic soccer team, I forgot what year it was, they went and played a high school uh, boys soccer team, mm-hmm. and the high school boys won. Mm-hmm. And then there was a professional tennis player, female, who played some random guy from the crowd, and the guy won. You know, so I mean, there's just a difference. Well, yeah, but I think uh, again, like with soccer, the difference is uh, almost like UFC, where like, most male soccer games aren't high scoring either. Um, and there is some physicality, but like the more of it has to do with the flow of the game and setting up the right tactical maneuver to get a good cross in and so men being faster and stronger makes theirs maybe a tiny bit more exciting in certain areas but overall the product isn't so much better even though the players are um whereas some people want to see it's just that if the guy's faster and stronger it just makes the sport better people just want to see a good game and that's why there's like different weight classes you don't want to see a 300 pound guy gorilla fucking a 150 pound lightweight You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think this is kind of like, like I'm totally fine with it. I'm glad they're doing it, but I also think it's kind of performative. Like, look what we're doing. I think it, I see it more as an advertisement than they than something that they actually will sell games on. Um, but if it gets more women playing this type of game, that's also fucking cool. So. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Uh, so I believe that's all the news I wanted to talk about. Uh, do you have anything else uh, you want to say before we get out of here, Hale? Uh, still, uh, we got the Grounded episodes coming out at 6 p.m. every uh, Tuesday and Thursday, and Seven Days to Die every Wednesday and Saturday, 6 p.m. Uh, go on to the Havoc Gaming channel, help me pick out an intro uh, for the Havoc Gaming channel. And if you're going to do that, you might as well keep an eye open for another intro for the Nuclear Grenade podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, So uh, that's all I got. All right. Uh, We'll be taking off here. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff that you're supposed to say. Uh, Thank you for joining us. It's been Nuclear Grenade.